I'm Cheryl Waters. Thank you so much for tuning in to KEXP, where the music matters. You can find us at 90.3 FM in Seattle, streaming worldwide at kexp.org. We're listener-powered. We want to thank all of our listeners for making these great sessions possible, like the one that's just about to happen with Hooray for the Riff Raff. Welcome. Thanks for having us back. Oh, always such a pleasure. And Life on Earth, such a gorgeous record. I can't tell you how ready I am to hear you play these songs live. Thanks. Hooray for the Riff Raff, live on KEXP.
You're listening to Hooray for the Riff Raff live on KEXP. The new album, Life on Earth, came out in February. It's so fantastic. It is incredible to be hearing these songs live on KEXP today. Thanks. I go out walking after twilight talking to the memories of all i've ever known and you can find me i'm a million miles from midnight i'm a blue child baby born to be Suffering to be loved, I relate to that. Well, maybe you.
You're listening to Hooray for the Riff Raff live on KEXP, playing songs from the new record, Life on Earth.
Hooray for the Riff Raff Live on KEXP. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. You all sound so wonderful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we've been on tour for a little bit now, finally out of out of our houses. <laughs> so how's that been? Weird, wonderful? It's been really amazing. Yeah, I've been um, in New Orleans pretty much nonstop since pandemic started. So it's been really amazing to connect with people again and get to play music and it's a dream. It's life affirming, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Well, we feel the same way being in the audience on the other side of that. It's just so wonderful how it feeds the soul. And yeah. your new record does just that, Life on Earth. And I love when an artist creates their own language around the music that they create. And you've described the songs on Life on Earth as nature punk. Yeah. What does that mean to you? It means um, any type of resistance-fueled, truth-telling art that is informed by the wisdom of other beings all around us. You know, during pandemic, I was in New Orleans, very cut off from other humans, and it was time for me to look around my surroundings and take wisdom from these oak trees that have been there for hundreds of years and all sorts of other beings around us, so... Well, speaking of the oak tree, it sort of makes an appearance, or a tree does, on the last song on the record. I mean, you definitely hear natural elements throughout this record, and even the wonderful photo of you on the cover. And tell me a little bit about your surroundings that inspired this record. I mean, you mentioned being in New Orleans, but... Yeah, I actually recorded um, all of this, though, in Durham with Brad Cook. Um, I was driving up there, and it was just me and him and an engineer in the room um, in his backyard, which is really amazing. It was an amazing experience. But, you know, a lot of the record is about me being forced to stay still after so many years of constantly moving. And um, I found that time was a little interesting during that time. Like things that happened a long time ago felt very close. Things that just happened felt very far. Um, But, you know, you talk about that tree. The last um, song on the record called Kin is um, a field recording of this giant oak tree in New Orleans that has these huge, beautiful chimes. And I was saying it's my favorite living musician because there's just a constant ambient noise show going on 24-7, you know, with the wind and the birds. You definitely go into new sonic territory on this record. And you mentioned working with the incredibly talented producer, Brad Cook, who we, of course, know works with Waxahachie, Snail Mail, Bon Iver, and Kevin Morby, so many great musicians. And I'm wondering how this kind of evolution in sound came about. Was that something that you had in your mind at the outset or did it come about with Brad's help perhaps? Definitely with Brad's help, but I came there with a mission to be uncomfortable. I really wanted to um, challenge my songwriting. You know, I obviously learned to write songs in a very folk um, structure and I've been so influenced by all different types of music. You know, I was listening to a lot of Beverly Glenn Copeland and also listening to a lot of Bad Bunny. So I was just kind of coming to him being like, what do I do with these songs and these influences? And uh, we did a lot of fun experiments. I think I learned a lot about how all that matters is your song and what you're, you know, what you're feeling in it. So, 
Well, it also sounds like you connected really deeply with your vocals on yeah. this record. And I understand you had to kind of overcome a sense of perfectionism. What was it that allowed you to kind of open up more to that experimentation this time around? I did some EMDR, which is a trauma um, therapy that was really helpful for me. Um, and I've just been learning a lot about embodiment. You know, I think that's something else that I learned from other beings around me in New, in New Orleans during that lockdown period was learning how to live in my body and really be present and to kind of clear some blockages I had. Now singing is such a joyous like freeing experience. And in the past, it was pretty um, scary. You know, there was a lot of stuff that I just felt like I couldn't quite touch because it was too raw. Um, and now I feel like I've gotten past, you know, some kind of blockage, which is really amazing. You've actually referred to Life on Earth as a rebirth, actually, for the band and reconnecting those neural pathways. Yeah. Was that part of that for you? Oh, yeah. I, I said so many times, I feel like this is my first record. You know, I feel like I kind of woke up from a really long sleep. And I just feel really lucky to be on the side of it because I know that so many artistic people have had such a hard um number of years, you know, and um, I guess I want to share my story to try to tell people that like getting therapy and, and just like really holding on can really change your life if you just hold on long enough. I mean, well, you do explore various methods of survival throughout yeah. life on earth. I mean, heartbreak, but also natural disasters, ice detainment. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot there, some really intense topics, yet each song has a real element of hope to it. You never really go into a sense of despair. And you said in an interview that some of your lyrics are just sort of faking it till you make it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how does penning hopeful music help you stay positive in a time when we all just really need it and you're, we're getting it from your music? I think it's so funny because a lot of people talk to me about hope. Like, how do you stay hopeful, Linda? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think... I just feel I'm very, um, I'm, I'm definitely a dreamer, but I also have this like very realistic New Yorker in me. It's like, if this is what we got, this is what we got to do, you guys. Like, let's go. We, we don't have another choice. So we're going to get through this. I think that like working class kind of like gr background growing up um, really put it in me. Like, this is what we have and we have to make something with what we have. Um, and it doesn't mean that there's not going to be tears, you know. That's what I learned, especially working on this record was, being brave or courageous doesn't mean that you don't fall apart sometimes. I totally did while making it. And um, I think that's something we have to learn to face more in our culture, you know. Life on Earth is a very powerful title. It can mean so many things. And I understand that just a couple songs into a record, you kind of grasp onto a title. And do yeah. you create the music then around that? Does the title drive the songs? Yeah, it does. It helps me. I love to create a world. I just love creating like... Um, you know, uh, a world that people can dive into because I still really believe in albums, you know, um, and it's becomes my guiding light and I just kind of follow it and try to ask like the muses or the universe what it's trying to tell me, you know, so that's, I think the first song I wrote on this was Jupiter's Dance and then the title came and I just kind of followed it. 
Well, it's a beacon of light, and we appreciate you so much being here today. I also was born in the Bronx, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Hey, <laughs> I'm at another Bronx site in San Francisco, actually. We're everywhere. Yeah, there's something in your soul for that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't totally. there for as many years as you, but it sort of grabs you. Well, thank you all so much for being here today. Such a gorgeous new album from Hooray for the Riff Raff. And we're so grateful for sessions like this. And we appreciate you being here today, always coming back. And Thank you. We're grateful to you. We are a nonprofit listener-powered station. You can go to kexp.org to support us and learn more about us. And subscribe to our YouTube channel and find out more about all the great videos of the sessions you make possible here on KEXP, where the music matters.